Hey everybody, Jim Salmons here, and welcome to the Kayak Fishing Show Live, brought to you by Ballast Point Brewing Company. And uh, I want to say I haven't gone to the the distillery in a while, and or the brewery, and got more beer. So I'm having another Sculpin Grapefruit IPA, which is just fine because it is my favorite. Cheers to y'all! Thanks for joining us. Ah, nothing like day drinking. <laughs> Um, got a few people already checking in here with us. Serge, how you doing? Always joining us from up in Canada. Zach, don't stand in front of a man and a fish he ain't caught yet. Yes, the lyrics to our theme song by um, Zach. Uh, Zach, my mind's going blank. Uh, and Liam, thanks for joining us, man. Mike McKenna, always joining us. I do appreciate you guys who are here every week. I hope you're sharing it with your friends because, uh, you know, that's what allows us to keep doing these things. Uh, today's show, again, is one of our early episodes. It was episode five, season one. So, you know, 11 years ago. But this was actually shot um, while we were making our DVDs, Game On. Uh, this was in Game On 2. Uh, the cool thing was Game On 1 actually aired at the event we were at during this show, uh, which was really, really, really cool. So um, we uh, visited Texas, got invited by the guys at Heroes on the Water to come and um, see their event. And because we were going to Texas, uh, my buddy Jeff Herman, Bird's Nest, invited us to go fishing with him or, or I probably more, I called him and said, Hey, we're coming to Texas. Uh, let's go fishing. Uh, his response was not super positive. Not that he didn't want to fish with us. Cause we always have fun fishing with Jeff. It was, it wasn't the best time of year. So, uh, and that kind of plays out in this episode, but we had an amazing time, met some great people along the way. Uh, it was the first time I ever met uh, Dean Thomas, Corey Ruth. I mean, there was a lot of uh, great guys. Uh, Jim Dolan from Heroes on the Water. And our guest on our show today, Kendall Larson. Uh, it was the first time we ever met Kendall. Kendall, that how are you? Bad. I'm doing great. How are you today, man? Good. good. Uh, <laughs> we Obviously, we hit it off very well during that first meeting because you ended up going on a few shoots with us as uh, our still <clears throat> photographer. And uh, I'll never forget our trip to Montana. Um, you know what? What a gong show! Great time that was. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely glorious. Uh, so I think it all started when we were standing on the pier at night at the uh, Heroes on the Water event there, and uh, no fish were being caught. It was dark. Well, fish were being caught, but. Some people had some issues catching some fish, by the call. <laughs> yeah, anyway. our, uh, our our buddy Jeff. Uh, like I said, I, this all plays out in the episode. Uh, initially, when we first uh, we got there, uh, we went fishing around the, the area, and it was cold. It was windy. Mm -hmm. um, 
and just overall had a, a, a rough time. And this was new. The, the cool thing is looking back on these old shows, I mean, I've done this type of fishing quite a bit now, but back then this was like the first time, one of the first times I'd ever fished skinny water. I mean, that's basically a, a picture of the type of water we were fishing in right behind me. Yeah, And, and I had never done it. Inches. Yeah. Inches to a couple feet. A lot of that <laughs> stuff, And it was nuts. Yeah. Um, and, and you're talking about a guy who's from Southern California who's, right? you know, fishing shallow is 75 feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it, so it, it was definitely a learning experience. And uh, like I said, I've done it a lot now, uh, but always, in you know, during our travels. But uh, like I said, met so many great guys. I mean, this mm. was, I knew Jeff um, because we both worked with Ocean Kayak. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he was pro staff with Ocean Kayak mm -hmm. um, and part of the, the Jack's Ocean Kayak Texas team or, or something right, like right, that. Right, right, exactly. Yep. And uh, we had met a few times up at Ocean Kayak working on some boat design. And and we just hit it off so much that, that it was just, it was awesome. This was uh, one of the, I think I fished with him up in Washington before this. And then after this, I think he was on my show. He's been a bunch now. A lot. Dozen, I mean, maybe more. Yeah, because I, yeah. you know, he, he, he was always a great instigator of shoots. <laughs> um, you know, he would say, hey, I want to go fish here. If I can put the shoot together mm -hmm. and we're like, dude, if you're going to do all the legwork, heck yeah. yeah. All <laughs> right. So very yeah, disappointed. Uh, Jeff could not be here with us. I know I'll get him on uh, in the future, but uh, he's very, very busy right now with his work. And uh, so he, he couldn't, couldn't squeeze this in today into his schedule. So kind of disappointed. So sorry, Kendall, but you were second choice. You know something? <laughs> I completely <laughs> accept that. And I, I'm as sad as you are because Jeff uh, is a super close friend. In fact, we even work together on stuff. He's still doing some writing and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, we're, we have grand times together. I have to say two things before we go on them. I have in my beer fridge over here, Sculpin IPAs. How oh, nice. Yeah. I always keep them in. They're a glorious beer. But today, because it was Texas, I had to break out the... Um, Something kind of strange. It's a, a soul chalada. These I actually despise canned chaladas, but not this one, baby. I accidentally discovered it on the way to Alaska on a motorcycle. I was driving up there for my 60th birthday. Bought it by accident and discovered it was something I absolutely loved. So, cheers, folks. Cheers, man. There we go. Uh -huh. Ooh. You know, I don't know that I've ever had... A chalada, a michelada, whatever. What what exactly is one? A michelada is a mix. It's kind of like a Bloody Mary using beer instead of vodka. Okay. So it's a real light Bloody Mary. If you've been working outside, it's got a real low ABV, like 3.5 or something like that. Oh. So it's something you can crush on a hard, hot day when you're done or whatever. Um, yeah, it's just a really, really nice beer. But don't – that is the only one that tastes good. The Budweiser ones suck. To, I mean, you can go down the line. I just hate the rest of them. Nothing oh, I don't know that I've ever seen a, a pre-can. Don't don't you normally mix them yourself? You can absolutely. Okay. Uh, this one's just so good. I I got hooked on them. It was sad. I was building an outdoor kitchen here in Texas last uh, August, and if you can imagine building something outside in the middle of August, you know why you needed something hot at the or nice and cold and refreshing at the end of the day. It was brutal. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally get it. Mm -hmm. uh, 
we got a few other people uh, checking Ooh. in. Uh, Pastor Felton Roll, hello from Selena Point Lodge, uh, Acklands Island, Bahamas. Uh, nice. We went and fished at his place uh, a few mm. months ago. It was, it was actually right when this whole Corona thing was coming down. Um, mm. You know, we were there was questions as to whether we were getting back. And if you had to be locked down someplace, that's where to go, dude. Mm. We fished for six days, never saw another person. Fantastic. Just walking, walking the flats for bonefish. Unfortunately, uh, we had a lot of wind, so it was it was a tough uh, trip in that respect. Mm, but that's mm. kind of how my trips go. But yeah. the location Fishing. potential, I mean, it was, mm. dude. Mm. I mean, mm. the bonefish all around, and then not a, not a long distance to go to get to deep water. So, uh, Felton. Pastor Felton, thanks for joining us, man. And thank you again for hosting us on that trip. It was awesome. Um, Zachariah, how is this special program? And I'm super proud to be a part mm. of it. And we're going to be talking a lot about that as we come up because most people don't realize is Kendall was one of the guys, along with Jim Dolan, who really got this thing going. Uh, when the first people, I mean, it was, was it just the two of you that kind of got it going? It was actually Jim, myself, and Brad Newman in the beginning. Um, <clears throat> Jim and I were sitting around talking about, you know, what a what a brutal thing it is that uh, we had so many people coming back from the Middle East with such wicked injuries, um, and it kind of had the thought maybe there's something we could do that'd be that'd be a, an outlet for them. We could take some people with us and and see what it was like. And, and it turned out that kayak fishing is, is a tremendously therapeutic for uh, activity, not just for people that have, uh, have physical injuries, but mental injuries as well. Those folks that came back with TBI and um, yeah, you could, you could put them on the water and they were suddenly equals. They were looking at you eye to eye instead of from a wheelchair. Uh, it was peaceful. It wasn't strenuous. You could do it in smaller places. It had good protection. And their faces just, they came alive. Guys would tell us afterwards, you guys have shown us something. Our life isn't over here. We can go out and still be active. And uh, hugely rewarding. Huge. Yeah. You know, like I said, this, this shoot was my very first experience with it. Uh, with uh, the heroes on the water, and, and since then I've uh, I've tried to help our local group out whenever I can. Um, but that first time, it was pretty amazing. I mean, mm. and I and I think, it, like I said, I haven't watched this episode in years, but mm. I think it's in there. But there was one kid. I mean, he mm. was so locked down into his own head. I mean, he did. There was no facial expression. There was nothing. He was just like. And by the yeah. end of the day. The guy was smiling and laughing. It, it was yeah. it was, it was so amazing. I've yep. never seen anything like that. No, me either. It was phenomenal. Yeah, he was essentially a walking zombie, just emotionless and <laughs> just like other people. You know, you get a get a little tug, like Dean Thomas likes to say, the tug is a drug, and next thing you know, you got a smile on your face. And that's what fishing's about for people. Well, yeah. And then again, I think, you know, what people see in this episode is, you know, they started off with us all kind of being the mentors and, and mm -hmm. there to help them out to by the end of this, these guys were busting our balls. 
Oh yeah. I mean, having a, a great time. And like I said, I'll, I'll tell a story about what happened with, with Jeff um, while we were fishing with all the guys later on, but we re- we should get this episode going and, uh, and uh, kind of relive these memories. And like I said, we'll stop and answer questions and, and all that. So please, everybody who's watching, bring on some questions, share this with your friends. If, if you, if you guys, who, if you know people who are, are interested in the heroes on the water, please, by all means, um, you know, share this with them and they kind of have an idea of what it's all about. And this was in the really early days. I mean, the, the local chapters have really <laughs> dialed things in. It's awesome. Now this was, um, yeah, this was really the first kind of bigger deal that we'd ever done. Our first outing for heroes on the water was done with one guy, one national guard troop that seen some rough stuff. And, uh, we took him down to Rancis pass and got him out fishing. Same sort of thing. Bill Fishman, uh, Spencer was there for that one. And, um, yeah, from that point on, it was obvious it was going to grow leaps and bounds through the years. And Jim did a, grand job shepherding the organization yeah, rest in peace jim dolan we yep. lost him uh when was it last year late last year yeah late last year yeah yeah unfortunately um but he was a super guy and very very passionate about this it was a shame because he had just kind of retired from uh kind of heading it all up and he was ready to kind of enjoy some retirement years and yeah. unfortunately he passed away but uh, yeah. His legacy lives on through this oh, organization. No so no let's doubt. let's get this uh, let's get this episode rolling, and uh, otherwise we could just talk the whole time. <laughs> That's a fact, man. We can visit. Show this week, we're heading to a mecca of kayak fishing, East Texas, to meet up with my good friend Bird's Nest, Jeff Herman. We're going to be looking for a few reds. Kendall, do you hear flounder, it? Absolutely, I'm good. Okay. We get to lend a hand with a few of my heroes. Stay tuned. This one's awesome. <laughs> At the forefront of any sport, you inevitably find someone. Candle, stop lose. playing with your mic. While kayak fishing has been exploding in popularity, <laughs> Jim Salmon turning it up a little bit. Just that. Uh, yeah, look at these. Nice. From the seat of his ocean kayak. Jim challenges the world's top game fish and puts his kayak fishing skills to the ultimate test. Never fought a kayak, have you, fish? <laughs> From freshwater to saltwater, Jim's mission. This was in that same area, that shot. The yep. Best fishing yep. Destinations but I, I mentioned that, um, that anything is now is, you know, everything's done with drones now. Sure. That we actually shot from an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> there were no drones back then. I think that was Walker Mangum's plane. In it fact. was Walker's yeah. plane. Yeah. Exactly. Walker's another great kayak fisherman. I'd still love to get out and visit him at uh, his place. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, down in Anagata. Down the BBI. Fishing show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, makers of the Trident series of fishing kayaks. Ex officio, clothing for the adventurous spirit. Scotty, the way to fish. Standard Horizon, nothing takes to the water like Standard Horizon. Maui Jim, eliminate glare 
Turn up the color. And the Heliconia Press, cutting edge outdoors media. This week, Jim Sammons hits the Gulf Coast of Texas to fish with pro tournament kayak angler, Jeff Bird's Nest Herman in the Galveston Bay area. So I get an email from Jim that says, hey, I wanna come fish Texas. I said, come on, boy, it's gonna be good. What's he decide to do? Come in February. February, baby, the worst <laughs> that we get all year, February to March. Even in the off season, uh, yep. year-round fishery will still put a good bend in your rod. And no one knows where to find the fish here better than Jeff Herman. I'm not going to lie, man. I haven't fished with Jeff, Jeff in a, a few years. I miss yeah. it. He is a ball. Um, Jeff's, really got Jeff started, is uh, in, super, super, super people. And because he's such a thin rail of a man, it's easy peasy for him to be standing up on a yak like that, right? Uh, right. We just started hitting the coast. You know, there's so much more opportunity in saltwater than freshwater for big fish. So, uh, just got the kayak thing started, you know, I guess seven, eight years ago and haven't looked back. Over the past five years, Jeff has spent every moment possible honing his skills on the saltwater flats. As a result, Jeff and his teammates have proven that kayaks can compete with any powerboat. Actually, this is the God's honest truth. Jeff, I met Jeff when I was at Texas A&M and, uh, he was just getting into fishing and was really, really not very good at it. <laughs> but he just loved it. And he, uh, when he started fishing, I guess he, he didn't fish when he was growing up much. And he just, he just was so enthusiastic about it and, and uh, uh, really, you know, put in the time to, to, to get good at it. And, and I, he's obviously uh, turned into a really good fisherman. So you need to get uh, Jeff to tell you a story about how he, how he started in the salt water. It's a good one. resort about an hour outside of Houston on the westernmost tip of Galveston Island. Uh, they built a nice property and have done real well about allowing access onto the beach in front of their property. Uh, hasn't restricted any of the residents, so uh, they got a nice facility and it's a prime location for fishing both Gulf and in the bay right at the back of the property. You know, yeah. well, the fishing right. I mean, the weather's so great like it is, you know, like today, most times out of the year. And a lot of people here will just, you know, especially you have work to be done out here, your contract, you can't find your contract. You drive up and down the beach, you'll see all their cars parked out there. They got their fishing poles. It's just unbelievable fishing here. Hmm. Having settled in at Point West, the guys are ready to hit the water. But even though big black drum lie in the deep water only 100 feet from the shoreline, a hard blowing wind forces them to work the inner flats in search of smaller game fish. I tell you, man, it's the story of my life. Jim and Jeff Bird's Nest Dude, it's classic February, March the weather there. So the wind just never goes away. So there's our first commercial break. We'll uh, bring us back up <laughs> um, and check in with some other people. That uh, cool. comment along the way. We had, uh, wow, there's actually quite a few here. Joseph joining us from our uh, Kayak Fishing Tales, our YouTube channel. Thanks for joining us, man. Um, Ken from uh, joining us from Orlando, Tampa Bay. Oh, uh, cheers, Ken. He's got and, it up. Yeah. Um, Raul, greetings from Brazil, man. Cheers. Greetings from to Brazil. I, been there once. I'd uh, love to go again. Um, get back in there for the big peacock bass. 
Mike McKenna, great early morning beer. <laughs> uh, in every, what's he say? In every Texas ice house. Ah, uh, yeah, indeed. It's uh, Harry Franco. Yes, it's therapeutic. Helps with MU combat military with PTSD. Probably I think it. I think kayak fishing helps us all. I mean, oh, it, no doubt. it always puts my mind straight, you know, if I can get out on the water. And uh, like I said, you have so much more experience with, with dealing with these um, people that have the traumatic uh, brain injuries and and just, like I said, just PTSD. It's uh, like I said, it, it, what I experienced in this and, and in the other events I've been at, it is such a great thing. Yeah, fantastic. And Harry, it's really great to hear that you're doing well with it, that it helped your PTSD. I hope it continues that way for you, man. Uh, Zach, uh, the Impact Cow Makes has had me in tears to witness. Yeah, that's it, that's. there's no doubt about it. Like I said, I, I can't tell you enough. Um, if if you have some issues, you know, join up with Heroes on the Water, or if you think you can help, they're always looking for mentors out on the water. Um, and We've we've said this before. Um, you will get more out of this as a as a mentor, as a helper, <laughs> than 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 I can even explain. It, it, it's so rewarding to be a part of it. Uh, it it's absolutely amazing. Richard Martin, uh, thanks for supporting those who have sacrificed so much for us. You know what I've did was you know very very little. Like I said, Kendall, you guys started this whole thing. Uh, absolutely amazing. Um, Harry says Heroes on the Water has helped him. Righteous, uh, Harry. Righteous. Pamela Worth, good afternoon. Thanks for turning it up for us old people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and fishing with Essex is in Sarasota, Florida. We have another uh, Raul Kim. Hi from Brazil. You guys should try it. Really? I should try a Dorado? Yeah. Please? Right. Golden Dorado? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that is totally on my to-do list. Um, and one more from uh, Rob saying hello from Bettendorf, Iowa. So uh, guys, keep those questions coming and uh, we'll keep get back to the episode. In a second. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Things spool up though. Welcome back to the Kayak Fishing Show with Jim Sammons. This week, Jim is in the Galveston Bay Area of Texas fishing the flats with Ocean Kayak Pro Angler, Jeff Herman. Although the guys were hoping to target big black drum off the shore, gale force winds are forcing them into the shelter of the flats, where Jim's new mission is getting a Texas slam. We're in Galveston, Texas, and uh, we are at the west end of the island. Uh, Look at that young kid. Texas, you know, the area right? San Luis. Man kind of a popular uh, legendary fishing spot on the Texas coast for uh, everything. Uh, in the summertime, sharks, big reds, jackfish. Uh, right now we're in the winter, you know, you get the, the trout, flounder, a little bit of flounder, I shouldn't say a lot of flounder, but uh, trout, flounder, some reds. Uh, but the big guns, the sharks and the jacks and stuff, it's too cold right now. It's a nice area though, recently hit by the hurricane, but uh, they've done a lot, of, a lot of work down here, so it's definitely fishable and a good place to come hit the water remember back then yeah, jeff was, jeff was a two pack a day guy the last one. oh right yeah and that's crazy to think about i forgot that a little bit bigger than the last one but yeah. here we go 
Lunker. <laughs> Man, those little guys put up a fight, though. They're fun. Little rat reds. Yeah, on the on the right tackle. Is, uh, oh God, yeah. Yeah, a little medium action rod. Little, uh, <laughs> this is juvenile. Uh, this is kind of their spawning time when they're out in the Gulf. The big ones are out in the Gulf. So most of the flounder we catch this time of year are just like this. We're pretty. That one looks a little better. Kind of like our starry flounder at home. I had a lot of fun. I just had a lot of mistakes. You know, I don't know what the deal was. I, I had fish um, throw the hook. I had two times where I was on fish where my line broke. <laughs> never I'm going to be changing out leaders tonight. Brutal. Um, but, I mean, we're fishing light tackle, six-pound test. When you do hook into one of these redfish, they're pretty sporty, man. They, they were smoking oh, That's a decent little fish. <laughs> now you got everything. <laughs> I literally caught a boot. Although awesome. is generally very safe, whenever you're out on the water, you need to prepare for the unexpected. Part of that means always having some way of communicating with others or calling for help. And is looking at this week in the The sponsor bumps. Right. So it makes the world go round, eh? You can use a cell phone. A VHF radio, or you can use a, uh, a story cell with uh, with Jeff on this one. But they're not designed to. Get I don't away. like spinning gear. I'm, I'm 100% bait casters, mm -hmm. and he's but like, oh, "You can't, you can't use that because it's so windy, and we're throwing this light stuff." And I'm like, "Really? When I have a contest, and I outcast him into the wind." With a bait caster, no and, he, and he was using a spinner. So from that point on, he just shut up. <laughs> oh my! A great way to share fishing information with your friends on the water. I personally never leave the beach without my VHF radio. That's a lake right by my house. <laughs> that mountain right there, I live right in front of it. Waterproof and better yet. It floats. Having uh, having been there when I rode the bike out there some years ago, I know exactly where we're at. With the GPS built into it. That's right. Not I forgot about that. You find your way yeah. home in the fog, but it can help others locate you in an emergency. Hopefully, I can repay the favor at some point down the road here. Yeah, we got decent digs. We got a pool and a hot tub. You know, and the day relaxation ain't so bad. Are you still outside Houston? Until next time, yep. Jim Salmon, Southwest side. Kayak fishing tip of the week. That's funny seeing this go on. I forgot that it was right after Hurricane Ike. We were actually putting heroes on the water together uh, at the same time as I was trying to recover from being flooded out by the damn hurricane. Oh, geez. Uh, it was brutal. Forcing the boys deeper into the flats where they continue their search for trout, the final piece of their Texas slam puzzle. A short drive from Point West Resort, they find a uniquely urban place to slide their kayaks into the water. And the hunt continues. We're on the feeder, and this is like the last entry ramp to 45 right here. So really no cars come down here unless they're fishing or they're lost and going to turn around somewhere. Um, one of the things today is we're going to be fishing deep and uh, around a ton of shell. So just you got to be careful for getting hung up. And these trout... I don't know where in the water column they're going to hit. They could hit low, middle, high. We'll have to find out. But I would start low 
and then start working it up. Is this a, I mean, are we targeting redfish or are we thinking we're going to get trout here? We're specifically here targeting trout. So uh, it's not uh, like yesterday we had a little bit of sight casting, you know, when they're up shallow in the oysters today. It's all going to be blind casting. And that bite, those trout will sometimes hit it hard like redfish, but sometimes they're just kind of lippy. So when you feel it, you got to really cross their eyes with the hooks. Not today. too bad. Nice way to start the day. Yeah. I could not stand up in that boat. No. <laughs> yeah, that's meant for uh, guys like Jeff. You know, it's cool seeing that Texas Paddling Trail uh, sign. It hadn't been that long before that those started showing up well, I was in Texas. In the day, right. I spent a lot of time watching them. Wow, my hair uh, is a lot grayer now. <laughs> yeah, my beard is too. I've got the COVID beard going. Usually it's trimmed up, not full. Anytime you can be by an, another angler who fishes that water all the time or a guy who fishes all the time, if you just watch them and talk to them, you're going to learn different things. Anytime you can fish with other anglers, especially anglers of the quality and stature that, that we have been fishing with, you're going to learn stuff. And, and that's always going to make you a better angler. There you go. A nice little speck. So that's my true slam, my Texas slam in the kayak. So. Nice. A lot of people fish a long time before they get one of those, by the way. Is that right? Yep. We actually caught some uh, flounder on this trip that we, we took back and ate. I mean, they were delicious. Oh, heck yeah. There are lots of different models and styles to choose from, but the decision doesn't need to be difficult if you know what questions to ask. And that's exactly what world champion kayaker Ken Whiting is going to explain in this week's Ocean Kayak Kayaking Tip. If you're trying to decide on a kayak, the biggest tip is don't tip. How and where will you be using the kayak? Because the answers to those questions. Speaking of that, the bigger uh, question, which is so it's a I certain irony or coincidence here. Jim Dolan, when he first started kayaking, I actually met him like out on the water. Um, and told him, "Man, you know, maybe we can help you out." And turns out, uh, that that not that first day, but I think it was the second time he was out. Uh, he uh, ended up. Tipping out of his canoe or kayak, not once, but twice, which is how he got his nickname Double Dip on Texas Kayak Fishing. Oh, is that right? Yep. Well, <laughs> we all know how Jeff Bird's Nest got his name, so. <laughs> <laughs> which explains the hatred for baitcasters, right? <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. Because they let you fish from a variety of positions. And they have a ton of great storage. Most importantly, though, a sit-on-top kayak is not going to swamp if you flip. You can just flip the boat upright, hop on, and you're good to go. Sit-insides like this Old Town Vapor 12XT also have their place. Their main advantage is they keep you a lot drier. I tell you, these. Uh, In fact, I mean, that's, the paddle sit-on-top is to be wet. That first boat he was showing was a Trident. That boat right there is a Trident. Water. Yep. Of course, the kayaks have done nothing but get bigger and bigger and bigger since then. Crazy, right? So if you're going to be paddling, you're talking boats that are 100 pounders. Oh, yeah. Consider the kayaks over 100 pounds. Some of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was. The longer and narrower a boat is, 
Yeah, here's a little irony for you. So we purchased an RV. It's a toy hauler so I can put the bike in back. My wife doesn't like to ride to get to nice places to ride. So we'll haul the motorcycle. But I also picked up a couple of kayaks and a canoe that fold down into a package that are like a suitcase. Are those those origami ones? Kind of, but it's not that brand. But yeah, okay. Tuck Tech is one of them. Those are the kayaks. And then the... Um, and they were inexpensive. Uh, they were both Kickstarter projects. The other one is a pop canoe or something like that. Um, yeah, I'll be sure down the road to show you. That is interesting. <laughs> yeah, going, going the opposite direction. I still have my kayak, still get out, but yeah. Uh, having something that's light. Mm hmm. I said, I was tell, telling the story last week when Ken was on that, you know, back in the day of the Scupper Pro, which weighed 49 pounds, right? everybody was like, this is awesome. If only it was lighter. It's hard to go wrong with anything. And the boats have done nothing. How much lighter? Right. Yeah. They've done nothing but get heavier. You're going to want to test a few out for stability. crazy. Because some will definitely feel more stable than others. One last thing you're going to have to decide is, do you want a kayak with a rudder? Contrary to popular... No, we don't want a kayak with a rudder, can. ...turn a kayak, although they help. <laughs> Their main purpose is to keep your kayak running straight when you're dealing with wind. Actually, it's very common down here for boats to fish with rudders because you can kind of really control the direction of the boat when you're drifting. So if you're out on the right. flat fishing, fish your next yeah. kayak out. it's you real common for folks out here. And that's your ocean kayak, kayaking tip of the week. And Ken looks awfully young, the too. most comprehensive guide to kayak fishing? <laughs> yeah. possible, dude. Man. Stay tuned as Jeff and Jim head to the Mansky Ranch deep in the heart of Texas to connect with a few heroes that could use a helping hand. <laughs> the Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, Ex Officio, Scotty, Maui Jim, Standard Horizon and the Heliconia Press. I got to fish the Mansky Ranch one more time after this. Um, very, very better, cool better location. Weather. You have better weather then? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I never have good Welcome weather. Welcome back to the kayak fishing <laughs> show. This week, Jim is in Texas visiting <laughs> Jeff Herman on the saltwater flats of Galveston Bay where the fishing has been spectacular considering the tough, windy conditions and the time of year. But it's time for Jim and Jeff to pack their gear and leave Point Rest Resort to head up north for a very special event. Heroes on the Water is a volunteer-driven program that assists injured service members with their physical and mental recovery by introducing them to the therapeutic qualities of fishing from kayaks. The program has proven to offer invaluable relief from the stresses of combat and rehabilitation and is rapidly expanding throughout America. But this is an extra special event because it's drawn virtually all the big names in kayak fishing together in one spot. CASA became involved with Heroes on the Water um, largely through are, the relationship that we Indeed. had with a, an active duty major at Brook Army Medical Center. Um, major Roberson had, uh, had been chatting with us and we, it, it turns out that the guys who founded CASA were all ex-military. So we have uh, immediately a very deep place in our heart for our brothers in arms. They're just young guys, kids, pretty much, you know, and they all have great attitudes when they get out. You know, it's like taking out, taking some 20, 20 21 year old guys out fishing. Um, it's no different. I mean, these guys come out and 
and their attitudes are great and, and they enjoy themselves and you know you could just tell it's I guess you know when you're going through um, therapy something like this it's just a way to you know blow off steam relax without um, you know w without having to think about a lot of other things it's a way to clear the mind Danny did some great of, work for us early on. Yeah, he was a nice guy. You bet. This guy, this guy here that's talking right now, he was such yeah. a wise, a wise guy. He was so funny. So that was yeah. a wonderful thing. And, and they, what these guys are doing for us out here is just amazing. And I mean, we're getting lots of lots of not good smiles out of out of some very very uh, nice young. I was help. I was helping that kid. Yeah. The ones that and uh, like I said, I remember him and the one back behind him were both. Yep. They do great so things. locked down on themselves by the end of the day to see them smiling was amazing. Yeah, exactly that. How it, it truly benefits our soul to be out on the water. I mean, it's a really great experience to kayak fish. Uh, everybody has experienced the stresses of, of day to day working in their business and, and, and what that does. You can see that wind. Oh, my. <laughs> you can escape it and the folks that are uh, that are going through brook army medical center uh was our first experience um have those issues and more <laughs> so all of a sudden they they found a new life skill that they can take with them that they can be as active as anybody else um out there in the environment enjoying it just like just like the average joe so it's it, it's really powerful stuff Right now, you know, <laughs> going through a turning point in their lives and where, you know, they either have to make decisions to uh, still be a soldier or was Corey Ruth not be a soldier. There he is. So in this point in their life, great to see him and his dad there. To, uh, to keep them moving in that right direction. I think one of the neatest things about our program, we can talk about this more, is, is what this does for the guys with not only with physical injuries, but the mental injuries. I think kayak fishing for the guys with PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome, TBI, which is a traumatic brain injury. Um, what this does for those guys is awesome. And the other part of that, because of the camaraderie that we have as kayak fishermen, kayak fishermen tend to, I call it band of brothers, band of kayak fishermen. We tend to be pretty well adjusted to each other and have a great time with each other. And we get to simulate these guys give them an outlet to, to get together and, and see us and join us. And I think uh, after last night, some of them have really fit into that concept big time. Yeah. As far as the, the uh, rehabilitation specialist at Water Reed. I'm going to, I'm going to pause it right there. Uh, cool. Cause I don't really need to listen to Corey. <laughs> but <laughs> Just to, just to, st to share a memory of this, mm. which was to me was the best thing, you know, the, the whole, it was a, a full day, uh, fed the guys. Uh, we were staying at the Mansky ranch. Um, and in the evening there was a, uh, there was a, a lighted dock, right? Yep. So we brought all the guys out there because the fishing was kind of tough. You could see it was quite windy and the wind had blown a lot of the water out. So we weren't even actually able to get most of the guys on kayaks. We were fishing off a bridge. Um, so we took him down to that lighted dock and there were specks just popping. Just, I mean, you could hear them doing their thing, you know? And so got the guy, all the guys set up with lures and every one of these warriors was catching fish. And it was just, it was so much fun. And we were laughing our butts off. 
joking around and Jeff Herman is sitting there and he's casting alongside all the guys. And I mean, all these guys are catching fish and Jeff for the life of him cannot catch a fish. Right. I mean, he's struggling. And so not only am I giving him a, a hard time, Everyone, yep. everyone of the of the heroes were giving him such a ration. It's brutal, <laughs> man. We've all been on the snide. It's harsh when it happens. Poor old Jeff had it happen at the worst time. It was Woo! so we're busting his balls, but busting his balls, and of course he's like, "Yeah, I think you'd do better." Hands me the rod because then you go catch a fish. Boom, made a cast, boom, boom, uh, hook one, bring it in, toss it up yeah. on the bank, and I just just drop the rod. Boom, I'm <laughs> done, I'm out. <laughs> and oh, that's great. He had a few words to say to me at that point. <laughs> Always, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was just absolutely hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, well, since we're paused, may as well say to hello to a couple more people who are great. checking in. Uh, da, da, da. Zach says Central California always needs help. Come on up. Oh, you know, I'll try to do that. I would be. Uh, it's Sounds always like hard, but trip. yeah, yeah. Um, Raphael, hello from Gothenburg. Gothenburg. Yeah, the gates. Uh, that's the cool thing I, mean, I, I love about doing this. That we have people who view these things from all over. Uh, this is kind of a cool one. And Harry, thanks to Heroes on the Water, I was reunited with a Desert Storm veteran brother I haven't seen since our time in Germany. That's Very, super that's cool. Too cool, yeah. That's really, really cool. Um, Chris Summers, Kendall, we were all young once. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good call, Chris. Yeah. Hard to remember that sometimes, though, isn't it? Mentally, I still feel young. It's my, my my back doesn't always feel so so young. Mike McKenna, I still use the Trident Thirteen. I won from the show contest from that season. That's awesome. awesome. Uh, and he says it came with a rudder. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll never go without a rudder on my fifteen five Kraken. Uh, you know, I, I don't find the Kraken. Let's put it this way. I have I have two 15.5s, one I have a rudder on, one I don't. I prefer not having the rudder, but in all honesty, in a following sea, mm -hmm. that boat really likes a rudder. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it really likes a rudder. And, and some boats like the Scupper Pro, I never, ever felt the need to have a rudder ever. Yeah. Uh, the original Prowlers never had a rudder, but... Uh, as we got into the Kraken, or I'm sorry, the Tridents, some of those did. And like I said, the Kraken for sure, the 15.5 in that following sea. And that's kind of the only time, but in that following sea, it really yeah. liked to ride. Those longer, those longer boats are, are it's, I think it's pretty common, in fact. And you end up with all that wind cocking going on in following seas. And that is a brutal way to go and spend a day. Ask Aaron Reed about that sometime. <laughs> Uh, Richard Martin, I remember my first surf landing. It was in a Scupper Classic. Wow, that, that that was a low volume boat with a sixty pound white sea bass. The white sea bass weighed more than the rig boat. Yeah, it sure did. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I would. Uh, I, I'd, I'll take a sixty pound white sea bass any day. That's sixty pounds of delicious. Mm -hmm. um, Harry Franco, being comfortable around others can be challenging. The house staff made it easy to talk and be around. And 
you know, I said that that's kind of what you see is everybody's just there to share the the joy and the love of the sport. And it was just, I said, every time I've done one of these, it's been absolutely amazing. And, uh, you know, so, we emphasize that a lot when we first started, this is that we wanted to ensure that the, that the mood and, and the general way that we approached it was going to be, this is light and for fun. They've got enough stresses and serious things to deal with. This is supposed to be something chill. And that's, I'm, I'm glad to hear that that's carried on through the years. Yeah. From, from, like I said, the, the events that I've been at here in San Diego, it's yeah. still the same thing. It's, it's always good food, go out there and catch some fish. Luckily, um, a lot of times in San Diego, they'll do the events on San Diego Bay, which is a very, very friendly fishery. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I go there. I, as I tell people, you know, if I go to La Jolla, I'm going out to La Jolla to go fishing. Right. If I want to go catching, I go to San Diego Bay. And, uh, that's cool. Yeah, you're not catching anything big, but you've got a ton of spotted bay bass. And right, right. For, for these guys, it's just perfect. a kick. Yeah, in perfect. Nice. So let's, uh, let's, uh, okay, let's hear what Corey has to say. Put him back up there into the hospital we deal with in Richmond, they said it's probably one of the few events when these guys get back to the hospital, they're bragging about it to the other the other soldiers. You got to do this. You got to try this kayak fishing, man. This stuff is awesome. And they, they really like the results of that. That's the type, you know, it's part of the process of getting these guys back into where they need to be, back in the, you know, the population <laughs> where they're, you know, not thinking about what happened across the ocean and getting back to life. You know? Too cool. I'm, I'm so stoked about getting in that kayak right now. I don't even care if it's windy. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and we're very patriotic, and um, we do deeply appreciate what these boys and girls are doing for us over there. Um, and I've, I'm just completely honored for them to ask me to be a part of it and be able to. That's a nice flounder right there. That's a real nice flounder. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things that we just, you should know they didn't even have to ask me to do it. It's just, I believe so much in what those guys do for us that uh, it's just a great way to pay them back. We have a lot of, uh, a lot of bright. I'm going to pause you real quick one more time. <laughs> just because do you get to hang out with Dean very often? Cause now I, we Past couple of years, not so much. You know, I start diving and teaching scuba, and so our paths kind of part a bit. But but we do still get together. My gosh, that guy is honestly it, your your sides are aching after a day on the water with that dude. He is so hilarious. So he and I have literally paddled about half the coast of Texas together. Right? We did a story for Texas out. Uh, Texas Sporting Journal with Aaron Reed and and uh, we were paddling up. The days would, I mean, yeah, there was some. You get into a monotonous. You just got to paddle and and cover miles. But my God, we'd be talking, <laughs> and like you say, you just have tears rolling down your face. He was the same way though. It wasn't just. I mean, there's he's he's got such a crazy personality, and he's and so filled with a love for life, right? And um, he's got every ridiculous ism, uh, you know. For sure, for sure. <laughs> he grew up in the Houston area, so he's pulled a lot of these little pieces together from all over Texas. Then spent all kinds of time on the oil patch in the in the field. But he's picked up so many stories from all these people, and and like you say, all of his isms come together <laughs> to create this. It, it's an unreplicable package, right there. Dean's they broke the mold for sure. 
Yeah. So anybody, if you do get to the Aransas Pass area, Dean Thomas oh. is a guide there. Absolutely. Uh, an incredible guide and just fun as heck to fish with. So if yeah. you do get to that area and you have a chance to go fishing with Dean, uh, we actually did finally get to shoot an episode with him um, a couple years back. Yeah. And uh, that was, that was the ne actually the ne next time that I actually went to the Mansky ranch and just, it, it was just, we had one day and it was a day like no other site fishing for, for reds there. So mm -hmm. again, if anybody has a chance to get there, um, I, I highly recommend going. Yeah, slow, slow ride guide is who you're going to look for online. Dean Thomas. Yep. So what a gap. Keep it rolling. Yeah. Young men out here that are just, they just had some tough times over there. They went through some things over there that I hope that, uh, you know, not too many more people will ever have to go uh, through, but it's, it's. Man, that touches my heart. Do. That kid was so happy. They'll yeah. Through their, through their times, but mm. you know, they, they're all, they're all doing good though. And, uh, they're going to get through it though. That's the thing. For Jim and the other volunteers, the event really brought to light what the brave men and women in service are putting on the line for the rest of us and how incredibly lucky we are to be able to freely spend days on the water fishing. To learn more about Heroes on the Water and how you can help, please visit heroesonthewater.org. In Texas, like most of the places we fish, we practice mostly catch and release, and we wanted to have a tool that would help us land those fish that would make it easy on us, but also easy on the fish. That's why we chose Boga Grips. Boga Grips the original lip-gripping fish landing tool and are available in 15, 30, and 60 pounds. So we could use them on the small trout or we could use them on the big rooster okay. A couple of the nice features about the Boga Grip are the built-in scale so you can weigh your catch, but also the pivoting head. So if you have a fish that tends to spin like a muskie, the head will twist and not damage the fish's jaw. Join us next week on the Kayak Fishing Show as Jim Sammons heads to the icy cold waters of Chesapeake Bay. Oh my God, that trip. Strike fast, <laughs> Kevin I actually uh, spoke to... I'm Jim Irvin with Ocean Kayak Pro Staff. And this year is mud fishing from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Let me have another temper temper. <laughs> is, that, is that night fishing? <laughs> oh, lost it right on shore. That's tough. That was. That was just a laugh riot right there. Yeah, for hours. <laughs> we we that whole night. I mean, we could have stayed out there all night just laughing and uh, joking with the guys and, and abusing Jeff. So much fun. <laughs> but I was saying, I actually tech, talked to Kayak Kevin Whitley right, right. Uh, this afternoon, and he will be my guest nice. next Thursday as we air uh, that, that that episode. So uh, that was. That that upcoming it was brutal. I mean, like I said, we, we we had high winds at this one there. I've never been so cold in my life. Chesapeake Bay in December, fishing okay. at night. Uh, I mean, I froze mm. my my booty off, but uh it'll make a good episode. And, and Kai Kevin is such a good guy cool. and uh, so very important. 
Mike McKenna. Mike McKenna says, "Love Aaron Reed's new book about fishing." Oh, in the good call. Yeah, yeah. So he's all about uh, small stream fishing with ultralight uh, fly equipment, and it's I've killer. Started doing, Just started came out. Doing more, started doing more fly fishing, so um, cool. that's kind of uh, working with Siegler reels and his right, new right. fly reels, and uh, so I started doing a little bit more fly fishing, and then trying to get a little bit better at it of course every time i try to go fly fishing it's windy it's windy <laughs> and, ah, whatever and, and i got i i have no love for the wind david mescal thanks for joining us as always man i really appreciate it and i appreciate everybody else who joined us and asking asked mm. questions and all that kendall thank you so much for joining me here man it was great catching up with you yeah uh, we sure. haven't talked in quite a long time and uh it, it's been really really fun and uh, we'll maybe get you on here again. And, you know, like I said, we have the Montana episode will be coming up. And uh, Mazatlan and uh, Mexico. Oh, my Too fast, remember? I forgot you were on that right? one. <laughs> what, a, what a trip. That was, that was, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, there are some good stories in that one, too. There's, there's so many good stories and memories from all these things. And like I said, I don't go back and watch them beforehand. So I'm reliving them as we're all reliving them yeah, and just yeah. having a good time. And I hope everybody who's watching is having a good time. So, Kendall, uh, if you uh, got anything you want to promote? Not at all. Get Not out at all. Fish. Actually, I take that back. If, if there's a how chapter around you and you're looking for a great day to support folks that are well worth your time, like really well worth your time, Get out there and do it. You'll you'll find yourself rewarded as much as you can. Yeah. Every yeah, like I said you will get as much out of it as the soldiers do, if yep. not more, because it, it it is very rewarding. Probably so good stuff. Yep. Fantastic to see you, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for joining me. And take care. Look forward to it. Well, again, thank you, everybody, for joining us here. Uh, again, please, if you can, share it with your friends. If you have people who are interested in hearing us on the water, you know, uh, share it with them. Let, so they'll kind of have an idea what it's about. I know the whole episode wasn't about heroes on the water, but it was a, a little uh, taste of it. Um, you know, like I said, we certainly had a, a great time with it there and, and became kind of passionate about kind of helping them out when we can. So anyway, if you are getting out on the water, I'm actually going to get out on the water tomorrow. My wife and I are going to take our boat out and uh, finally, finally get out on the water. So, but if you are getting out on the water in your kayak, please make sure that you're wearing your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. You take care.